Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dark down for a while Hey, Jackie Cation here. Welcome to the dark forest. It's November or December of 2022. Uh, you're about to listen to The Dork Forest. My name is Jackie Cation. The website's, of course, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, if you enjoy a determiner. Anyway, uh, November and December, I ask that you do not donate to The Dork Forest, that instead you donate to your local food bank, because uh, it's a nice holiday kind of wintery thing to do. And uh, if you don't know where your local food bank is, you can go to feedingamerica.org, or you can Google the words that are your town's name and the word food bank. Hey, sarcasm. Uh, JackieCation.com is where everything is linked. Like if you go to dorkforest.com, you can see all the notes and it'll link you to the YouTube videos for the Dork Forest and the and Apple podcasts and it's on Stitcher. It's on all the things. Anyway, so JackieCation.com will link you to everything. Dork Forest will link you back to JackieCation.com and to everything else. There is merch. If you have some sort of holiday wish to purchase a Dork Forest t-shirt, uh, the logo is now on a, a black shirt with the the logo in that bright green that the Ranger t-shirt used to be. Sold out of the Ranger shirts, discontinued. Uh, also, I have some stand-up shirts that are squish t-shirts. If you wanted uh, a meat shield t-shirt, I have limited sizes left, but that's still a benefit for uh, to help uh, immigrants and uh, anti-racism stuff. So if you want, go look around JackieCation.com store for your your store needs. I also have a new album out that's playing almost nowhere. That's right, because of legal issues uh, with something called Spoken Giants. Very disappointing. Uh, so the special itself is on YouTube on the 800 Pound Gorilla YouTube channel, uh, linkable off of JackieCation.com. You can also get a DVD or a CD at JackieCation.com. The, the CD itself is listenable at places where you can buy it. So at Apple iPod, iTunes and at Amazon Music that you could also stream it there. If you buy it, I make more money. Uh, but if you want to stream it, do whatever you want. But it's not on Pandora. It's not on Spotify. It's not on Sirius XM. <sighs> and neither are my four other albums. But uh, do whatever you want uh, because uh, it's your life. There we go. What else is happening? I'm touring. I'm doing a lot of stand up on the road. Feel free to come. Feel free. Um, to sign up for the email list at JackieCation.com. Harder to get on because you got to find how you how you put it in to then to get off, which is you scroll and hit unsubscribe. But uh, all of these things are available on JackieCation.com. I'm coming to do stand-up probably near you. If not near you, near someone you love. Tell them. Anyway, let's dork out about something. Let's get into the show. Hi, I'm Jackie Cation, and uh, I'm about to sneeze. But before I do that... Welcome to the Dork Forest, Keith Tahiti. How you doing? Great. Thank you for having me. This is this is wonderful. Right, right. Canadian comic. Uh native uh like indigenous or yeah. Hawaiian. Okay. So indigenous Hawaiian. And all of it, right? I mean, I am uh all of our ancestors come together. Yeah, so I have Scottish, I have uh English. There you go. So there's both colonizer and the col and and colonized. It's so beautiful. You bring it together. Uh, Keith Mahaney is a comic who's going to be on a Canadian show called Comedy Invasion. You're from Vancouver, but it's going to be available everywhere on Amazon Prime and Roku and Tubi and AAM.TV, you guys. Who knows what that is? Whatever. But Keith, uh, <laughs> welcome to the Dork Forest. Uh, your uh, Facebook and Instagram, it's Bubba's Comedy Show. And so Bubba'sComedyShow.com is the website, and Instagram is Bubba's underscore comedy. And Facebook has a Facebook page under Bubba's Comedy Show. But probably Bubba'sComedyShow.com has links to all of that stuff. I can't wait to see your set. I have, um, it's just, I was like, let's do something. Let's do, let's mix it up. Let's get some, I'm going to Canada this week next week i think it is i'm going to toronto oh. so um i thought let's get some canadian dorks on this thing let's bring it <laughs> and uh welcome to the dork forest awesome so your dorkdom i like the idea of saying uh 
let's just get this out of the because I always get a list from people. Let's just get this out of the way. You collect Metallica stuff, not the music, but like tchotchke stuff. Well, mostly T-shirts and DVDs. I have like almost 44 different DVDs with them just on it. I probably have close to 100 T-shirts. What's Um, the, how about, you have 40, you have many of their shows on DVD? Is that what it is? Yeah, there's there's the documentaries. There's um, Bonnaroo Festival they were at in 2008 where I traveled to Bonnaroo Uh in Nashville. and Okay. And right. my wife actually met them there. Oh my God! Um, so I'm I'm part of um, the Metallica club. And sure, your Kiss has an army. You're a part <laughs> of the Metallica club. <laughs> yeah, and so um, to start my own chapter, I have to have three members inside the Metallica club. Well, there's my brother who introduced me to Metallica. All right. And I'm like, sure. I just need one more. So I secretly sign my wife up. <laughs> you're like i just need i just need seed money i just need seed bodies to get this thing off the ground let's do this and so you secretly is she a fan uh she is now (laughs) before we got together in 2003 right right i don't i don't i myself i know of a metallica beatles mashup band called called beatallica have you seen beatallica i have their cd Oh, there you go. I babysat for the lead singer, Tinker. No way. Yeah, really? him and his little sister. Yeah, they're from Wisconsin. Cool. It's weird. and uh, But but I do love, because he sounds like that lead singer guy. I run a comedy show outside our backyard called Granny's Corner. Okay. <laughs> and um, all the local comics come here and, and do comedy sets during the summer, July and August. Uh-huh. And I, I played that CD before the show. And was it a hit? Were people uh, like, what people is it? Some people were just like, yeah, they were like, okay, it sounds like the Beatles, but. But it's... not, yeah, but not really. Uh, here's my question about Granny's Corner. Was your grandmother involved? No, it's actually my wife. That's okay. Named. Her nickname's Granny. Oh, I love that she's owning it. You got to own it eventually. You're just like, yeah, yeah, we're. She, eventually... she, was, um, she was brought up by her grandparents. Oh, Okay. So in our culture, by the time she was age 11, she knew a lot of our culture. And um, one of the elders said, you're just like a little granny. And then it just stuck with her. Oh, that's kind of awesome. That's a much better way than the aging process, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And all the the support that she gave me to get into comedy. Yeah. um, Once I figured I was going to do the backyard because I wasn't getting any gigs. Right. Well, sometimes you got to um, produce your own gigs to get gigs. Yeah. For, so for I, did real. Have, I did have Bubba's comedy show, but in the backyard, because it's her backyard, I moved in with her. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just wanted to honor her with her own comedy show. Oh, that's very beautiful. And yeah, uh, yeah I, uh, do, do you guys have kids? Do you? Do you? Yes, we do. A couple um, of... we, have, we have a blended family. It's so beautiful. I love a blended family. I'm part of a blended family. Yeah. Uh, I have I have a lot of siblings and they keep bringing in a lot of children into their lives. And, and you're like, good. Yeah, yeah. somebody should. So, so we have a 20-year-old, 25-year-old, 28-year-old, and a 33-year-old. Wow. All and right, then. two grandsons and Neat. one on the way. Yeah. So she's she's an actual, in fact, granny, as yeah, opposed to in, in, in addition to just being granny. Are you yeah. called grandpa? Papa. 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 Yes. Papa. Papa's. I love yeah. it. OK, so the so you've clearly seen Metallica a great deal. You 26 enjoy 26. OK. All right. <laughs> you know that uh, <laughs> the email just implied that you collected stuff, not that you enjoyed the music. It's uh, I, I. What? I feel like I've had other Metallica dorks on. I still, for the life of me, could not name a Metallica song. But I know that I've heard them, right? I've been to grocery stores, yeah. I've, right? I've been to gas stations. It's not like Metallica isn't super popular and they're played yeah. all the time. What's your favorite Metallica song offhand? Or one of them? One of them. Probably one of the newer, uh, the latest ones that most people don't like is off of, um, it's called uh, Cyanide. Okay. 
Yeah, I like that one. It's got a fast beat. The kids can um, dance to it. What? How about the lyrics? How lyric-wise? Or is it just you just like the beat and you like the sort of jam out to it? I like the lyrics, but mostly I like the rhythm. I, the okay. The reason why I like Metallica is because of James. Okay. James just which one's give a shit about anyone? He's the singer. He's the lead singer, James. Yeah. All right. Am I allowed to swear on here? Yeah, swear okay. it up. Fucking A. Why not? Who am I yeah. to say? So he's he's just he's very confident. He's very um quiet. Um he's just the way he presents himself, he's you know very confident. And that was something I didn't have growing up. So I looked up to him because okay. of that. And he yeah. sort of gave that to you through the music. Yeah. Just, yeah, I I've done that where I've listened to music and I'm just like I don't know how to process my rage, but this band seems to be doing a really good job of it. And uh, so I'm going to scream this music along with them. <laughs> so just, 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 just a fast thing yeah. um, about Nashville 2008, where I signed my wife up to be part of my, my chapter. Yes. So when you go to a Metallica concert and you're part of the Metallica club, they have a lottery where you say, okay, this is a concert I'm going to, this concert I'm going to, and you get entered into a meet and greet. Oh, so I've been a fan of them since 1988. Okay. I secretly signed my wife up in 2008. Yeah. I went into her profile on Metallica Club, said, hey, I'm going to this one. Guess who won the meet and greet? <laughs> did, she go, did she go? Yeah, she did. You're like, we, you are clearly coming to this because then I get to meet them. Because did she get a plus one, of course, right? No, she didn't. No. They I don't let go, you. No, I got to go to their barbecue, which they weren't there. Okay. But, but I got to go. They had a barbecue for the members club that all went to the show. And then just the ones who won the meet and greet got to go meet them. I... I don't know that I approve of that, Metallica. I think if if you do a contest like that, you should definitely have a plus one, because what if you're married to someone who secretly signs you up for something? What about that? Or or you should be able to say, "I'm not feeling well. I think my husband's going to go in my case in my stead." (laughs) Yeah, I I tried that. They said no. Not a chance. Not. But I had everything organized. I have these pictures. I had a Canadian flag with a Native American on the front. Nice. And he's, I, my dad cut out the Metallica throwing star. Okay. And he sewed it on the Aww. flag. Yeah. So my wife brought it in and they all signed it. And that day was my birthday. Oh, but, okay. Well, that is both awesome and it makes me tear up a little bit. Uh, come on, well, it's his birthday. So Lars put on there, happy birthday, Keith Lars. He's the drummer. And, okay. It's still pretty neat. It's still pretty yeah. cool. And will you, will if you win, can you win again? I wonder. I think after so many years, you can. Okay, uh, okay. After a, a length of time, you can re-enter. Right. But I'm not going to enter her. No, no, you can enter yourself yeah. and then hopefully you will win. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so uh, that is amazing. Our, um, okay, just so you know, I think we're about 15 minutes. And let me just remind everybody, I'm talking to Keith Mahaney and he's going to be on Comedy Invasion, which is on Amazon and Roku and Tubi and something called AAM.TV. And uh, are you working this week? We're in the end of November, December. Are there anything local that... Canadians could come and see you do stand-up? Yes. Uh, tomorrow night, I'm uh, at the Lounge in Vancouver on a comedy show called uh, Chill Pill Comedy. Oh, fun. Okay. That's great. Yeah. And, and then on Friday, I'm having my own premiere of my episode of Comedy Invasion here in North Vancouver okay. at the Presentation House Theatre. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, unless those dates are past uh, November 29th, is uh, the, that's when this will air world November. stream yeah yeah then we're okay so uh go to just go to bubba's comedy show.com and find the dates <laughs> yeah. hopefully or just tag him on on instagram or something and go where are you now yeah. anyway so um so you, cyanide is currently and that's on a newer album uh well it's 2008 
but oh gosh all right they, they've had so many years in between albums because they've been so busy doing filming stuff and okay so they have and <laughs> right right they're trying to get their act together in so many ways in different ways yeah. and how many albums do they have i believe it's oh, oh i'm gonna get killed for this by oh. the other metallica freaks i think 11 okay well that's plenty <laughs> and uh so seems, seems plenty of albums over the course of 30 years especially if they take time between them yeah. are they are they pretty different album to album or do they have a sound that kind of they, yeah, they, they did slow down in some of them then they picked up and okay so yeah. there's the roller skating backwards um <laughs> album of metallica that i should probably i might enjoy that album i do enjoy i i i tend to like the sort of those ballads that heavy metal bands will do sometimes yeah and um the ones that are for some reason they they had for in the 80s and 90s i believe they had to like somebody did one it sold like a gajillion copies and so the label was like could you guys put something just something that the the girls will like or you know they'll like just make it into something like they'll make it they'll usually blame it on women but uh the uh but i know a lot of guys who like beth you know that kiss song Beth. Yeah. And- <laughs> I remember that in grade eight. <laughs> it was, I think, White Snake, Here I Go Again. Yeah. <laughs> these are these are these are the songs that I could remember from and and I don't even know if they're considered heavy metal or or I mean I think that there's different categories with glam. glam with metal. like glam or hair or yeah. you know, death metal. Yeah. Uh, Metallica seems pretty straightforward, just sort of heavy metal, right? Yeah. 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 And okay. Well, uh, do you know when they're going to play next? Do you, do you think you'll see them again? Uh, as in coming to Vancouver, Seattle, I go to both Seattle and Vancouver shows. Okay. Um, the one of the, I mean, Bonnaroo was awesome because Chris Rock opened up for Metallica at the Bonnaroo festival. Oh, that's hilarious. That was it's, awesome. He did, was now, great. Here's my here's my comedy question uh, because Metallica asked me to open for them and I was and I've never really opened for a lot of music. I once I once opened for a very famous uh, singer whose name I can't remember. Anyway, but she did ballads. But uh, the um, the the my question is is did did anyone from Metallica come out and introduce Chris Rock or tell tell the audience that it was going to be Chris Rock? No, the um. And just voicing organizer did just that was and, it and then, and then yeah and then chris said are you guys ready for the loudest motherfuckers in the world yeah the there was eighty five thousand people at that did he show. do jokes yeah and then he yeah. and then he then he was like i'm just gonna do some material while they get their act together and then they're gonna come out and yeah and and, and people were nice to him because he is chris rock he's gonna get yeah. more cred than just a regular comic going out yeah. going I'm supposed to do 15 minutes, you guys. 2019, (laughs) I took my boys down to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Um, One was graduating high school and the other I just brought because he'd be jealous. Um, (laughs) And Jim Brewer opened up for Metallica there. Okay, so they have a they like a certain there's a reason why they're not getting sober. I would say this Uh, (laughs) anyway, but uh... (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Um, And then the other best Metallica one in 2005, Metallica opened for the Rolling Stones. Oh my gosh. So that was amazing. So you went to San Francisco and saw Metallica and the Rolling Stones? Yeah, it was amazing. That sounds kind of like a concert of a lifetime to see. Yeah. Yeah, where you're just like, all right, I win. Uh, in, 90, in 92 i did see metallica with um guns and roses that tour okay. they did yeah okay motorhead, that's motorhead opened up for them okay yeah all right so, yeah i'm a dork with metallica yeah yeah you have some serious and you have like a hundred t-shirts i have roughly a hundred t-shirts a lot of them i bought through the club um, okay oh, the club. i do have one that the rolling stones didn't approve so it showed it showed a kid with a box of um of um fireworks. Yeah. And it said Rolling Stones and on the back it showed the um 
fireworks oh, after it exploded. And yeah. Then it said Metallica. So the Stones took it as we're going to blow you out of here. And Ugh. that's not what they meant. So the, the Stones said, no, you can't sell those T-shirts. So they sold them to their club members and I, I bought one right away. Oh, right away. Yeah. And right then away. I get, um, I get people. Um, we'll see. Do you have that one? <laughs> no, I don't. No. I, all of a sudden, so I just googled like, uh, I, ju I just googled Rolling Stones, <laughs> um, Metallica T-shirt, and oh. that's what came up, which is interesting. Um, no, that's not it. But that wasn't it, Jackie. That was. Wait, I get. Was I get. I get people. Um, Does that no, look like that's it? The, that's the one they. That was the, the official one. Yeah. Okay. At, at the show, but the one they didn't sell. Um, I don't know if there's any of that on on the internet. Oh, you'd think that uh, that the Rolling Stones have they got the kind of money that could scrub that. They could scrub right. that from the internet. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but Metallica people, also has the kind of money that could be like, yeah, we're gonna slip in a couple. <laughs> yeah. I have people that um will find a T-shirt and buy it, and they'll come and bring it to me. Oh, as yeah. well they ought. Because they're huge. I mean, it's uh, there are some. I have some very cool fan gifts. You know, people who are fans of stuff are amazing. I had um, somebody make me a Hot Wheels. Oh, <laughs> it's an El Camino. Keith, it. it's ridiculous. This is for my other podcast. Rangers have done equally cool things, uh, wow. but this this is for the Jackie Laurie show. Uh, it's uh it's a hot wheel uh where they made the card and then i don't know where i don't know what year this el camino is or why i would be an el camino but uh it does make me it does make what me car, what happy. car would you be right right i don't know what car would know? i be no. would i i think it would be a toyota camry a 97 yeah. Oh. Uh, because it's my dream road car because the yeah. uh, the 1997 toyota camry is the greatest car in the world it would i'm there are still 97 camrys running this yeah. day to this yeah. day and yeah. uh when you do stand-up comedy on the road in your car you need a car that's going to start start at 50 below you need <laughs> a car that's going to run forever and can be fixed easily by anyone who knows how to how a combustion engine works and the camry a little big for what i like for my third thing which is what i, I had a mazda hatchback for a long time oh, yeah. and it was a stick and a, the great thing about a mazda 323 hatchback with a stick is that you can pop it into neutral and push it to the side of the road yourself yeah. so that you're not a burden when it breaks down because oh, uh, yeah. you know it's gonna break down yeah. uh but there are, I don't know if um, I'm going to hijack your episode of the Dork Forest Key. Forest key. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, there are Hot Wheels that I enjoy that, uh, that are called character cars. Andy collects hundreds of them. I have seven because <laughs> uh, they are essentially Hot Wheels and they're themed like Marvel and Star Wars and, and many other things. But um, the, th the idea of a Marvel character car the, the idea of a Hot Wheel character car is not the car that someone would drive if they were if they drove that car, but the oh. car that they would be like. This is a Princess Leia car. Oh, yes. Do ah. you see her ears? Yeah. This yeah. is her hair. And this is a young Han Solo car. Oh, oh. wait. No, this is this might be Mandalorian. Bo Boba Fett. Bubba, it might be Bubba Fett. I think I'm wrong. I think you're right. I think it is Bubba Fett. And they would say, I think, on the nope, it's the Mandalorian. Oh, wow. Uh, which was funny because that's what Bubba Fett, the TV show, turned into. Yes. It turned into the Mandalorian. But here's my my first one I got is Bugs Bunny. Oh, awesome. See that? See his nose? Yeah, see, yeah. The, see the grill? Yeah. See his spoiler? Huh? <laughs> That's awesome. See the I've running, seen that. yeah. The running board, yeah. Got a carrot on it. Course, Come on, yeah. his That's ears. Awesome. His ears are up high. That's yeah. good times. Anyway, I've digressed. Well, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I love Doug Bugs Bunny. I can't too. believe that. Um, I think it was. Can't remember what stream and I was watching, and when Bugs Bunny hits someone, now the camera will move and you'll just hear. Pow, pew, pow, 
and then they go back. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're editing Bugs Bunny now. You know that is so lame. There is a there is a there is a science fiction novel that has predicted this because the thing is, is there's two different things going on here. There is a genuine desire to move civilization forward, right? And then there is and and that can be muddied where people say snowflakes, oversensitive, stuff like that. And then there is genuine retconning of people smoking. Like when when uh, Spielberg replaced the walkie talk the guns with walkie talkies in ET. Did you really? see that? Did you hear about I've that? I've never seen ET. He put it. Oh, you've never seen the movie ET? I don't know that it would hold up. It, uh, it, it there is a window of ET, and you may yeah. have missed that window, Keith. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but but the FBI agents have guns, and they want to shoot ET. Jeez. But they were but so Spielberg created a sort of a he 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 retroactively yeah fixed it. Uh, he replaced all the guns with walkie talkies. Really. Yes. Oh. Now, that is excessive to me, right? <laughs> like replacing all of the alcohol in, in the science fiction book. It's called the Company Series by a woman named Cage Baker. And it's a and it's um immortality and time travel series that do both of those things right because it's not too dense and it's not too heavy, but it's uh. super smart and really fun. Cage is with a K, K-A-G-E, Cage Baker. Okay. And uh and but she wrote in she wrote this stuff in the in the 90s and the 2000s and she literally predicted that replacing the moving away from that kind of thing Jeez. and she predicted us all carrying our own sippy cups adults <laughs> carrying sippy cups she predicted it <laughs> uh, at one point she did right <laughs> she did predict something that has not happened where the world goes vegan and so oh. they release all of the dogs and all of the chickens. And it turns out uh, the dogs win. Uh, <laughs> there are no more chickens. <laughs> yeah. uh, Which, of wild. course, is a great crime against uh, food because I love chicken. Yeah. Now, speaking of things that could be retconned, your other dorkdom, because we're about halfway through, I would say. And... Um, let me see. Is that about right? I think I think so. I forgot to check. Whatever. We'll talk until we're bored. And um, but the but the scoop is this is uh, you pick some TV shows from the 70s and 80s mm -hmm. that could be retconned, that could be fixed. And I say that with a quote, quote fingers um, like the Rockford Files <laughs> as the Rockford Files is actually I loved. First of all, I love James Garner in all mm -hmm. iterations. Right. But how does the how does the Rockford? That's one of your favorite shows, according to your list. Yeah, it is. It's um, it's something my dad used to watch. Sure. So I I'd, I watched it with him. Plus, I love the theme song. The theme song is just rocks. <laughs> and um, I don't know the theme my song. my buddy had the Rockford file car, the uh, Firebird, right? Oh, I don't know. Firebird. And well, it was his mom's, but we used to practice the Rockford file. <laughs> We'd go in that... reverse and throw it in the drive. And oh, that sounds safe. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, um, yeah, a lot, lot of the um actors in there, you know, I, I do remember. And uh, when I was in elementary school and I'd be sick, it'd be on during the day. So that was one thing I watched during the day when I was home at sick, homesick. Oh, right, right, right. Because if you're homesick, you always end up watching weird. That's how I watched General Hospital and Days of Our Lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I would never normally watch this, but I have a right. cold and my stepmother is watching this. Uh, I guess I, too, care about what's happening when Patch's life. Uh, but Rockford Files, no, I, I, I did like I because he was, you know, there was a lot of sort of like sexy hot pants uh of, of the ladies but there was also like jim rockford was always on the side of the little guy right he was he was always and he was such a, a you know he lived in venice beach in a in a trailer in a trailer yeah and you're like 
all right, well, this guy isn't the most successful guy in the world. <laughs> sort of reminds me of our tribal police here. <laughs> well, they're doing what they can. Come on. <laughs> they, they, they don't have a lot of, they don't have a lot of, uh, they, they don't have all that military equipment that is uh, just thrown at them. The movie do they? that reminds me of Rockford Files is, um, oh, shit, it just, Bruce Willis is in it. And then oh. he's a detective. What's it called? Die Hard? No. no. <laughs> he is a detective. Oh, <laughs> uh, geez. And and the guy from Rockford Files is the detective in there. Okay. <sighs> it's uh, the guy who played Huggy Bear? Uh, yeah. Okay. He, I, I did an episode there. about Rockford Files. Uh, oh, really? I just remembered that I that I believe in the last year I've talked about the Rockford Files um, because this guy Huggy Bear was his favorite guy in the in the that was his favorite uh, character and it doesn't um, <laughs> it, do, it also doesn't age very well yeah so you picked literally this list doesn't age well this is <laughs> like the Three's Company yeah that deals that with. One with homosexuality and it's just like it's so much gay baiting and so much like he's gay you know and they're like i'm gonna lie and say i'm gay and yeah. but it's so interesting because a lot of like you know uh you know uh there's so much stuff that happens i think in, in hollywood where they're like let's try to introduce regular people about homosexuality or mm. black people or anything quite honestly that Latinos. isn't straight white guys latinos like you remember um freddie prince was in chico and the man yeah did you ever yeah. see chico and the man i love yeah. chico and the man yeah <laughs> and he was like the first yeah the last boy scout that's what the movie was called oh there you that go reminds me of a movie version of rockford files oh interesting i yeah. haven't i I would, I would, I like Bruce Willis a great deal too. I would watch that. Um, but Three's Company, it had, um, it had Mrs. Roper. Somebody mm -hmm. just referenced Mrs. Roper, by the way, in my oh. life. There was a, a heckler who was wearing a lot of gauzy layers, like a dragonfly kind of looked yeah. like. And she said that, um, She's like, my friends call me Mrs. Roper. And she was being kicked out of the comedy club. And she goes, oh. Mrs. Roper out. And I was like, okay. Wow. Huh. All right. Own it, lady. So did you like the early seasons of Three's Company or the later when it was? Probably the mid to later. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You're willing to oh. stick it out, man. You're will, you're like, I'll 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 do a later's Metallica album. I'll do a late season Three's <laughs> Company. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, yeah. So Three's Three's Company, you know, it it's yeah, it's a lot of sexual stuff that is just can get you in trouble at work today. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 It turns out everybody's at work and, but they weren't, they would, you know, they would go down to the, um, what was the name of the bar that they went to? Regal Beagle. <laughs> the Regal Beagle. We have uh, one here in Vancouver. Called the Regal Beagle. Yeah. Is there a picture of a beagle with a crown? That's what I want. Mm, no, no. No, sir. A picture of Three's Company. I want there. To, I want there to be a beagle with a crown. If you're going to call it the Regal Beagle, I would like there to be some sort of. <laughs> Actually, I, I um, sometimes I get put on a sh comedy show next to the Regal Beagle. It's called the Glitch. Okay. And, and I go do shows there, and I've always wanted to go in the Regal Beagle, but because we have to travel from North Van to Vancouver, which doesn't seem far, but it'll take us about anywhere from half hour to 45 minutes to get there. Um, you know, I have to wait for my Tired. wife to get off work, go through yeah. traffic. And then by the time we get there, the show's ready to go and we don't get to go in the Regal Beagle. Do they, is it like a, a like a gastropub? Like is they have, yeah. they have food stuff? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, well, if you do make it in there uh, and they have a suggestion box, dog with a hat. Yeah. Okay. Tell them about it. Uh, here's so you've got Three's Company, The Rockford Files, uh, Married with Children. 
That wasn't okay. positive when it happened. There was trouble. <laughs> there was trouble while that occurred. That was like yeah. a backlash to the first, hey, try not to be a dick movement. Yeah. And, uh, and they were like, no, we're going to double down. We're doubling down yeah. on being a dick. And it was the meanest sitcom I think I've ever seen. And I used <laughs> to watch, it was, it was, I used to try to watch Seinfeld and that was super mean for me. Yeah. But married with children, it was, everybody was so, everybody was so mean. <laughs> <laughs> what did you love about it? Just that, that's, that's almost the kind of humor we have on the reserve. Like okay. Everyone, everyone just, bugs the hell out of each other and and so um, just button pushing you're surrounded yeah. by by people who are button pushing you're like that's the kind of comedy i want to see yeah. is is someone celebrating the trauma of my upbringing and <laughs> yeah I was, I was a youth worker for 13 years and what the, kind of worker a youth worker i worked oh, okay with the youth. yeah yeah and the team i had we were just always doing that to each other just bugging the hell out of each other when we'd have you know the team meetings would be finished or um all the kids left and were cleaning up after the workshop we did with them or something and we'd be just bugging the hell out of each other it was the ball busting the ball busting is is intense uh you know i've been doing stand-up comedy since 1985 and so Mm -hmm. i'm familiar with some ball busting uh which is might be why i'm kind of exhausted by it but um and but you like the tv show roseanne yeah roseanne and wonder years are the last two and those two i loved as well just because like roseanne was so uniquely just unapologetically this is my family i love them we're a bit of a mess yeah but we're all gonna i mean it wasn't super mean or super feel goody but it could Mm. be mean and it could be feel goody yeah yeah which is my favorite spot for a sitcom quite honestly where because i don't mind a little bit of butt pushing because you know i am the youngest of six it's not Mm. like i haven't and I've been doing stand-up since 85. It's not like I haven't existed in that rarefied air. <laughs> it's just, uh, but Ro- what did you like about Roseanne? I, I like the sarcasm. Yeah? <laughs> I like the sarcasm. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is a down a bit from Married with Children and the ball busting. Sure. And, um, but it's, the one I liked was Darlene. Oh, yeah. Darlene was just... She was she's hilarious. A, she's a live action Daria, is yeah. what she felt like. You ever <laughs> see that cartoon Daria? <laughs> no, no. I yeah, haven't. if you get a chance, you would like it because uh, she is a sarcastic, uh, tiny goth child who is full of sarcasm. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. You would yeah. also enjoy, I think, probably Archer. Did you ever see that cartoon? No. You, you may not be a cartoon guy. Do you not? You might not get it up here. You might not because of because of uh, Canada. Yeah, okay. you might do it. And what about Wonder Years? You see, Wonder Years, there's what do you love about that? That's Wonder an hour years. long. Yeah. Wonder Years. Um, it's just so much of our childhood. Oh, you know, we, nostalgia. We yeah. We weren't into that sarcasm yet. Mm-mm. We weren't into the ball busting yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the ball busting probably started in our. Which is funny because when I did a lot of culture stuff with my parents, mm-hmm. um, my mom and dad's best friend, Mark, would just bust my balls all the time. <laughs> and I remember my dad telling me I was about four years old and my dad had a pool table in the basement. They're playing pool and he was bugging me. And my dad turned around to do something. And I looked at Mark and went. <laughs> Hey, uh, for those you of you, and then you, you got to tune dad... into the tune into the YouTube to see that you just mouth some words that a four year old uh, don't usually aren't quite so sentient <laughs> that they know exactly what, what the correct thing to say to somebody who's busted him, busted on him. Yeah. So he was telling my dad about it. My dad just said, "Well, leave him alone." <laughs> exactly right. There's yeah. a there is a response to that, and it is don't do that. How about that? Knock yeah, it off. So, I mean, Quit making fun of a four-year-old, you little you, you adult person. <laughs> right. 
and he he bugged me right through until he passed away. <laughs> I, I love the idea of him on his deathbed going, Keith, Keith, no, no, come here, Keith. Yeah. My mom did. <laughs> my, my mom. Oh, I love. My my mom just passed away at pancreatic oh. cancer. I am and so sorry to hear that, but I definitely need to hear this story. So my mom was strict. Yeah. She was very culturally. Um, that was her life. Mm-hmm. We always, you know, you don't just represent yourself. You represent our family. Yeah. You rep- and, oh man, it was, it was it's really a, hard growing up. A, l- a lot of responsibility. Yes. Yeah. And, um, but she came to my comedy shows. Oh. She was always at my comedy shows. And if she wasn't, and someone else knew her would say, I'm going to tell your mom your jokes. I said, go ahead. She's in some of them. And she comes to my shows. Yeah. So she was, it was the day before she passed. She couldn't swallow. She couldn't keep her mouth moist. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had to put the um, like an IV or... in her arm. Oof. And, um, all, the last couple of days, I'd hold her hand and I'd just squeeze. And then she'd squeeze back. Oh. And, um, so I'm so, so sorry, Friday, man, but that's beautiful. Yeah. So the Friday after she passed away, Saturday morning, 730 mm-hmm. Friday afternoon, I text my brothers and sisters and said, you guys better get over here. ASAP. Yeah. So my brother works about 45 minutes away from us. So he had to find a replacement at work and rip down. Mm-hmm. I, said, I want us to stand all together at mom's bed so she can see us. Hopefully she can open her eyes because she couldn't yeah. even open her eyes Yeah, and, and see us. And they're like, okay. So we all go stand there. And I said, mom, mom. And she went, mom, it's okay. It's us. It's us. And she goes, gotcha. And I'm like, oh. are you fucking kidding me, mom? Yes. My brother. So there's my brothers, the oldest, and then myself, and then two years. And I look and my brother just started crying. Right, because it's so funny and so (laughs) you're like, I'm gonna miss this person so much. And and then um she goes, God, that's so great. She goes, Gotcha. Yeah. And she goes, Are you fucking kidding me, mom? Yes. Out of us. I said, was that because you're in some of my jokes? And she goes, and then she opens her eyes and she looks and she goes, love you, love you, love you, love you. And then she closed her eyes and um, later on that evening went home and the next day she died. And I, I was like, oh my God, on the, de-, you know, just because he yeah. said that on the deathbed, she got me good. She got you really good. And that is. And I did not expect that whatsoever. <laughs> That's a great way to go, though. That's yeah, awesome that's to go awesome. with the go with comedy, with some funny and some dignity, and with love. And so at that's the end neat. Of my comedy yeah. special. Yeah. It says, and they're filming my mom in the audience. Okay. She was really skinny. Right. And it says, dedicated to my mom Gloria and my wife Bernie. Yay! Because my yeah, people are surprised my mom went to my shows because I'm pretty right. dark. I have You're- my humor's dark. Oh, interesting. Well, uh, you guys find Keith Mahaney uh, doing stand-up comedy. Do you have other clips online besides the comedy invasion that's coming out? Um, I do comedy shows at um, Comedy After Dark. Okay, so like does Boulder, does Bubba's underscore comedy on Instagram have reels? Any sort of clips? On my website. Oh, yes. On my website, I have a couple of reels. Um, Yuck, yes, okay. we have up here in Canada. Yeah. A lot of them are um, filmed at Yuck, yucks and just... Oh, together. fun. Yeah, yeah. And and I like how long is the set for Comedy Invasion? Is it a 20 or 30? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Nice. That's yeah, a good one, sense. Rangers. One, one, oh, you only got one take? Yeah. That was my half hour special in 2003 on Comedy Central. One take. Oh. And they were like, you got to do 30 minutes because we're going to cut it to 22 because of commercials. Oh. And some and they had and they cut. They were notorious for not knowing where the jokes ended. And so everybody on the year that I did it tried to do just 22 minutes so that they wouldn't fuck up their their jokes. 
and they made people go back out and do another five minutes so that there'd be enough time to uh so they could edit stuff out if they didn't want it and so i did what i was told like i always do yeah and so i did 30 minutes and get this they fucked up one of my jokes. They took out one of the punchlines. I sound like a mad woman. Yeah. I sound completely insane. I'm making fun of North Platte, Nebraska. I'm making fun of North Platte, Nebraska. It just ends. They never give the punchline of why I'm making fun of North Platte, Nebraska. No, no I sound like a complete asshole. Yeah. And uh, so be it. But I hope. And so have you got to see your the, the cut yet? Yes, I have. And they, they did send it to me. They do a nice so, job. So, yeah. And I'm um, because it's coming out November 29th on the world streams. Yep. I'm showing mine this Friday, just my episode. Yeah, that's so, so they, great. They're, they're um, doing it in Toronto, I think, today on all the episodes. Oh, that's so cool. But they, they did give me mine so I can have um, a private one of just my episode alone. Okay. Uh, yeah, you and well, they ought to. They sent me my copy of my half hour special the day it aired so mm-hmm. that I couldn't I couldn't. There was nothing to be done about it. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to call them when I saw it. And I was like, you guys, you cut the punchline. I sound like a crazy <laughs> person. And I every time it airs to this day, a 100 years later, I get emails from North Platte, Nebraska going, well, screw you, too. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> Well, a lot of my, um, some of my jokes are about the churches. On oh, really? So okay. Out of all the jokes I've done, only one lady's gotten mad. Okay. Which, yeah. which is really good. <laughs> That's not bad. The odds on that, because uh, someone's going to get mad. And you're like, well, yeah. I am sorry. After we filmed, um, so Margin Films is the one that produced and directed Comedy Invasion, Quentin Lee. Okay. And he's in Toronto right now, premiering the whole series. Oh, that's cool. And the day after um, we filmed, he called and said, what are you doing today? I said, nothing. He said, are you available for lunch? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, what did I do? Um, so I met him for lunch. He said, I really love the reserve humor. Okay. He said, it's really good. I want to know. If you want to go partners on a com- on a comedy company called Res Comedy Limited, okay. So we're starting that up. Um, okay. We're, we're hitting up some um, companies to start this up, get some funding, and that's great. When, when I started doing stand-up, there's one uh, Native American. Uh, he's a Chippewa, and he's passed away probably ten years ago. When I started, he had been doing it for like ten years. So in '85, his name was Charlie Hill. Yes. And do you know Charlie Hill? You know yeah. that guy? Okay, yeah. Him. He's a he's he was such a good guy too, and his standup was super funny and very sweet, and uh, and also super dark, and yeah. occasionally just like. You're like, holy shit. And uh, it was just, it was everything you wanted it to be of someone like, you know, someone who's from the reserve who had to, you know, get past nine, you know, nine things when he gets on stage before (laughs) he can tell a fucking joke. (laughs) So, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it can be, it's, it's, uh, and it's better today than it was in 85 or in 75 when he started. But, um, but it is it is its own it's, i'm sure it's its own magic for you uh when you get up there and you're like yes i will explain this and then i will do comedy uh, i used to have to do it just as a woman you know yeah. where you're just like yes it's okay and now yeah. jokes and then my dog barked uh <laughs> keith nahaney is there anything you want to say about 70s or 80s TV shows or Metallica. We didn't talk about the other one, how you like to bait cops if you can get away with it. <laughs> and occasionally uh, you enjoy a little crystal clutching. Uh, but yeah. we'll get you back on. We, we'll talk about that another time. But uh, is there anything you want to um, say to the, the Rangers of the Dork Forest? The, um, just learn from the, the our ancestors of comedy. Ooh. There you go. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, some some the... of the movements I, I learned from the older comics mm-hmm. until I found my own. Um, yeah. Truth. I was always, everyone always says, who do you think you'll be like? And I'm like, 
Well, because of my impatientness and my grumpiness, I thought I'd be like Dennis Leary. Oh, interesting. Because he's such a spaz. He's such a yeah. angry guy. And that's who I thought I'd be like. And, you realize you know, when people see what you look like, you do not look like you are a cherub. You have giant dimples. <laughs> and there's absolutely no, yeah, that guy, that guy looks like he's going to fuck everybody up. And uh, <laughs> this is why Dennis Leary cast himself as a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> Because the guy's a marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, and then I, I ended up, I think, sort of like George Carlin. Okay. He tells the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, I tell the truth about our way of life, mm-hmm. trying to fit into the mainstream, but I do it in a humorous way. And people go, holy fuck. But that's true. But it's true. And <laughs> yeah. But there was a punchline, and I enjoyed that. And, yes. and through, through the TV shows that I mentioned, you know, um, a lot of the younger comics I do shows with are, are scared to get canceled. Oh, and are they I'm scared? Like, Don't they know that once you're canceled, you get to play stadiums? <laughs> Joe Rogan's right. playing stadiums, man. Yeah. I mean, there's like all of the assholes who are genuinely Louis C.K. is he's a. Uh, a bajillionaire. Uh, yeah. No longer. Yeah. So don't be afraid to be canceled. Be afraid of being a dick. Is <laughs> yeah. what I say. Just don't be a monster and yeah. uh, keep it in your pants when you're at work. How about that? Because you're in I work. Run, yeah. I run a show called Can't We Just All Get Along? <laughs> uh, one black guy, one white guy, one Chinese guy, one native, one Irish, yeah. whatever I can get. No women. No women. It's just yeah, all men yeah. just trying no. to get along. No, there's women. Oh, you um, have women too? Oh, good for yeah. you. <laughs> and it's a racist show. Okay. You tell your best racist jokes, which you can't be derogatory. Right. Then those aren't racist, then that's racial. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just and, that it it it's a fine line, my friend. But yeah, racists are trying to like actually kill people and be mean. But okay. uh racial, racial, you're just saying yeah. we're all a bunch of weirdos. Yes. Yeah. And um, we do five to seven minutes each. We're all okay. on stage together. Oh. And and then we go off stage. My brother, who's a rock and roll fanatic, will come and do, um, I'll do m- music trivia with him. He's okay. been on eight of my shows, mm-hmm. went up against 26 people and only lost once. Ooh. All right. And then he'll go off and then we'll. Bit of a immerse- music nerd. Yeah. Okay. And everyone will come back on stage and then another five to seven minutes, but we could only make fun of our own. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, it feels roast badly. It feels. Almost, it almost is. But yeah. I, I tell them, you know, it's not towards the comics. You, you have to tell your best jokes. To towards an entire group. Yeah. Uh, so, Keith Dehaney, thank you so much for doing the Dork Forest, and I'm looking forward to seeing your comedy invasion set. And thank it you. is uh, Bubba's Comedy Show dot com at Bubba's underscore Comedy on Instagram and uh, Bubba's Comedy Show on Facebook. Keith Dehaney, you guys, thanks for doing the show, thank and you. you're welcome. Awesome. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. Thank we you. Why don't we just call that as the end of the show?